0: Welcome to Improviding Life Podcast, this is Lori Love, and we are going to explore how life can be more lovable by having a conversation on waking up. Now, I am a recovering, non-wake-up person, and what I mean by that is I have never been a wake-up person. I used to think that I was not a morning person, right, because often in society we're told we're like, morning people or night owls, right? And while I am more of a night owl-ish, where like I function a little better, at night that also really came to be out of like survival of like needing to do it and just having to stay up really late because of how many things are on my plate and as I started to be able to to get more curious about my actual experience with life and and sort of what was happening I realized that I am not a wake-up person so regardless of what time like my morning right would start the process of waking up is so excruciatingly painful it does not feel accessible at all there was this dread of waking up like oh the temp is the temperature of the room too cold oh as you know has the blanket fallen off the bed so I've been cold all night because I wasn't able to actually like get out of bed and get it Um, Do I already, am I already overwhelmed trying to decide what to eat for breakfast, right? Like the the idea of waking up was just so fucking painful. And then when I got a, a step deeper into my curiosity, I also realized that the access to the, you know, the sort of waking up by choice that I had growing up wasn't really there, right? And I think that for most of us, that there is like a shared experience of that if you grew up. In a society where, you know, school starts at a very set time It doesn't give a fuck about how you feel or how long your commute is or any of the things, right? You have to be up and out at a certain time which means that you have to sort of factor in all the things you have to do before that and do multiple people and you dropped off at different places, right? It's suddenly like a whole can of fucking worms gets open the second you actually think about what has to happen to actually like arrive at the moment you're told you have to arrive at and at what time. And that's where I realized why I wasn't a wake up person. It's because there were so many demands already placed upon me that I don't have and arguably most of us don't have access to actually curating a type of morning, a beginning of our day that would actually be by our design and like our intention and like what would actually feel restorative to us. So we could actually fill our cup before we're already going into like instant drain mode. Right. And I just want to pause for a moment there because realizing that was really devastating to me because the next question that came up was, well then it, you know, it wasn't even questions really this thought of, well shit, is that how it always has to be? Right. And remind me of this, the saying that my dad used to always say that felt so defeating, but also now I can see it just as like an accurate reflective of how he is experiencing life of like same shit, different day. Right. And, and even thinking of that statement and unpacking that a little, it's, what comes through is like it's it's the weight of not having access to choices you want to make, right? Not being able to really say this is what I want to choose and how I want to practice things. And so from that, I started to play around and tinker a little bit, right? If I could have 10 seconds when I started my day that felt like I was doing it the way I wanted, what would that look like? Part of that became, oh, what if I actually sat there and flipped through all the sounds that my phone has available because I use my phone as my, you know, alarm. What feels the less, the least jarring, right? I don't have to wake up to sirens, right? I don't have to wake up to the most annoying thing. And yes, like once I finally fall asleep, I am a a heavy-ass sleeper. I mean, I was before parenthood, (laughs) but you know, so, but at this point in the journey, I had not had uh, my baby yet. So actually thinking, oh, this type of sound is actually a, a better way to greet myself in the morning, right? That was the first step that I personally practiced as, like, how to be curious about being a wake-up person, right? After, some time, after that, it really became, okay, do I know that I feel better when I wake up if I have socks on or I already have like my slippers near the bed so my feet aren't directly touching a cold floor? Does that make me more likely to have the will to wake up willingly? And from that place came noticing that for most of my life, I didn't have breakfast when I woke up because that meant less time to sleep. But that I would feel so nauseated and sick and drained by not eating breakfast. And it wasn't until this this practice came through of realizing that I didn't have to always feel like shit within a half an hour of waking up. That I actually am a needs to eat breakfast person. My system needs food right away or I get so sick. I thought for so much of my life, literally almost all of my life from late elementary school up through college that I could only feel sick when I woke up. I didn't know that something else was possible so every single day I was feeling sick and exhausted and then once I realized that oh like so breakfast foods I was told breakfast foods were like sausage and eggs but the eggs were cooked in like grease oil and like the taste of eggs and oil makes me so sick to my stomach that that like it put me off the idea of breakfast right it wasn't until I started to actually ask myself what would feel like a supportive breakfast for me how does that look right and and really tinkering and playing with that and you know and then also realizing as a child, my favorite breakfasts were always like leftover lasagna, which happened like once or twice a year because we didn't have that meal often, or like cold pizza. Right? It'd be something that wasn't quote breakfast food, and it was because it didn't have any of the textures or smells, or or things that are that were harsh on my already empty stomach. Right. So what I ended up finding is having a, a more lunchy breakfast works best for me. And then in the middle or later in the day, the breakfasty type things are more appealing to me. So I actually sort of inverted what my food preferences are, and that totally works for me. And again, this is something that helped me be more of a wake-up person. Because really, becoming a wake-up person to me is how can like I humanize myself and realize that I have specific needs desires and wants that when those things are at least acknowledged like yes I can't meet them all every day it's not about that. But when I can acknowledge they're there, suddenly this, the, the reins on control ease up and there's so much more room for connection. And and really the connection comes from this ability to start playing and and literally improvising the response to that. So, right. So going back to the idea of breakfast, like I knew that breakfast foods, as I was told, you know, like, or this is what we have available for breakfast, didn't work for me. And so I asked, well, what foods do I feel good after eating. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Starches, vegetables, like, you know, fruits had to come after my stomach was full because fruits on empty stomach just made me really sick. And so improvising from the point of like, oh, okay, well, what if I don't even have to think of what I'm having for breakfast? What if, you know, I open the fridge and say, what leftovers do I already have? Is that from, whether it's from dinner the day before, like a lunch the day before. Oh, okay, leftovers can actually be a really great gift for me in the morning. Because then I don't have to think about making something. I don't have to put out energy before I fill in my cup. And so even that has been a really humanizing practice. And so now, fast forward to having a baby you know somehow it's almost two right but I'm in this whole flow and for almost a year and a half almost every single morning my breakfast has been sushi rice so like sticky rice with vinegar in it and it's so funny because I usually don't like vinegar but it's rice vinegar a veggie patty um some vegan mayo some chimichurri sauce some umami seasoning smoked salmon seasoning an urban onion blend and ginger and that all gets mixed together into a like almost like rice salad y, like the the consistency of if you would make like a tuna salad or a ham salad, right? But it's it's with the rice and the veggie patty, right? And if I have fresh large leaf lettuce, like I'll wrap it in that, or but it's usually with seaweed, right? That is my breakfast. I make it on autopilot now, but it's an intentional autopilot and it satiates me. I do not feel nauseous. Right. And then, but an hour or so after that, it's like, okay, now I want something sweeter. Okay. So what's the, you know, what fruit do I have? Or do I want to finish a pack of cookies that I have? Right. But knowing that. Literally, the quality of my life has absolutely fucking changed when I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can have rice for breakfast, and this actually makes me feel great. Not only is it less mental fatigue because I'm not starting my day having to ask all these questions of, oh, what can I possibly eat? But it's like my body is so excited that I know I'm going to have something in my system before I start all this output, right? And it works great because it's also most days something that my toddler also would like to eat. Sometimes she doesn't want to eat when she wakes up, like as early as I do, and that's totally fine. Sometimes I'll save her some of that rice, or I just know that when I want some fruit or like get snacky in a couple hours, that that's when she'll want her first bigger meal, and it it gives me the capacity to actually be able to be flexible and adjust to what her needs are. And so, really, it's like it feels so fucking wonderful to not be passing on um, this sort of like myth that was actually part of my core identity or you know, like really like almost my whole meaning making system growing up of like I'm not a morning person. Like I am not a wake up person. Like I cannot ever experience the start of a day with any amount of joy, ease, peace, connection, like quality of life. Like it only has to be, like it can only be a shitty, shitty, shitty start to my day. It feels so fabulous to not be passing that on to my child and also to not be continually experiencing that as what my life has to be now. So I just wanted to to share these thoughts out too of like, maybe for you it's not a literal thought of like, oh, am I a wake-up person or not? Maybe there's just some other part about your routine, like day-to-day experience that there's a totally different relationship possible. And then, you know, and through that, really cultivating your own self-ship looks like having this reflective practice and getting curious on how to make the shifts that actually feel supportive for you. So not you can not only be your full-ass self, but that you're doing it in such a humane way and realizing then the quality of ripples that you're rippling out to those around you is so much more beautiful it's potent it's intentional it's filled with love you know any of the other values that you want to live your life through become that much more accessible because you're able to again lean further into your selfship and realizing that taking up space in that way creates so much more room for others to take up space in their own and so with that I'm going to pause here I hope you have a razzle-dazzle day, and as always, if that's not accessible, you can put an F on front and have a frazzle dazzle day. Oh wait, one other thing that I jumped ahead. I have an announcement. If you do relate to this thought of, wow, mornings suck, waking up sucks, it's physically painful, or it, you know, it's just, I instantly go into my mind racing of all the things that are happening, I have something to support you, right? I have a new mini course called waking up willingly. I know what pause the thought that we can actually wake up willingly. And this is going to be for anyone who is curious on how to shift the weight of the world that they're sort of waking up to, right? So what if it's possible that when you wake up, There's a moment between when that alarm goes off, you hear the baby crying, your stomach growls, right? Whatever wakes you up that day and your feet hitting the floor and you're running off and doing all the things. And how can that pause provide you a moment of being where you are actually building in a reservoir of like fucks to give to where you want to give them throughout the day? What if the weight of the world isn't the first thing that greets you in the morning? And can it be enough to have 10 seconds or even 10 minutes in your morning where you are truly letting your cup be poured into before feeling the instant drain of adulting? If any of this feels like it would be supportive to you, I would absolutely love to support you through Wake Up Willingly. Because you know what? There is a less mad way to start your day. The link will be in the show notes. And if you have any questions at all, I would love to answer them. You can DM me on Instagram or email me. And all of that information will also be below. So now I can go to bed. go to bed. (laughs) It is nighttime. Um, It's 10 p.m. and I'm recording this in the car. So I need to go to bed. Uh, You can go about your day. Whether that's with some razzle-dazzle or some frazzle-dazzle. I'm here with you and I'm so grateful that you were here with me.